save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm sick, sick, this, 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 the real deal. And you know I got a shout out to Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerds Sports Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by SB Nation on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network and is being served up to you live by Picasso's Pizza on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's, we are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide, order online at picassospizza.net. I'm your host, Colt Schroeder, and if this is your first time checking out the show, thanks for being here. If you're already part of the Nerd Mafia, welcome home. So this is a, this is a rough day, right? I'm trying to not be too amped up here because I'm super psyched that we're only three weeks away from the season. Obviously, we woke up to some terrible news this morning um, that Dawson Knox lost his little brother today. Um, so uh, this is just, you know, it's terrible news. Um, this is super critical, you know, right before the start of the season, uh, you, feel, you feel terrible for his family, you know, for everybody involved for Dawson. I mean, this is, this is going to be a tough situation to get through for the rest of the season, you know, especially when he's in the position he's in, this is a big year for him. So, uh, very, very tough to hear about the situation with him this morning, uh, about an hour ago though, before I hopped on here, um, I did see that the latest report is everybody's been making donations over to the punt foundation, uh, Plus fifty two thousand dollars raised by Bills Mafia so far um, for the Knox, you know, family towards the foundation. So very cool. Um, one way that you can obviously help out and try to support, you know, him in this time of need is to, you know, ha- absolutely go over there and help about. 
you know, so very cool. Agree hundred percent with Jason. Thanks for being here. You know, RIP out to Knox's little brother. It's uh, just sad, sad news, you know, uh, for the whole organization, the family and everybody around him. Sounds like he was a phenomenal young man. And, uh, you know, that's a tough loss. So I want to be pumped. I do. And we're going to be pumped because we're going to celebrate how much fun this season is going to be. And we're going to do that today because we know that's what everybody wants, right? The Knox family wants that. Everybody wants to do that. So we're going to do that. We're going to get into the D line, the linebackers. We played the Colts last week. Good, bad. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Broncos coming up a little bit. We're going to talk about the depth chart. We got a lot to chat about. Right. So a lot of fun stuff going on um, before I move forward into the uh, highlighting the charity this week, because obviously um, I was going to highlight a different charity than the Pump Foundation. Um, but obviously I want to bring them up as well. But I want to shout out our winner. Uh, last week, uh, we were running the giveaway for giving out the two dozen uh, Josh Allen Mafia Bills balls. So Allen Saxon, sir, uh, check your inbox. I've sent you a message. You are the winner. Congratulations. Thanks for everybody that uh, has been hanging out and entering in those contests. Um, you know, I really appreciate you guys joining those. Thanks. So. Like we do here, though, every week, we are going to highlight a charity, um, you know, and this is a very cool charity, I think. Um, excited to highlight them um, for a couple of different reasons. Uh, this week, we're going to highlight nokidhungry.org. So obviously, I think it, it kind of spells out what it's all about. Um, you know, they're an organization that is obviously fighting childhood hung hunger in America. Excuse me. You know, obviously, there's issues all across the world, um, and it does hit home here. I think a lot of people don't tend to realize that, that just because of the status of this country, we do actually have a lot of kids that go hungry. So nokidhungry.org is an organization all about, they do school fundings. You know, there's ways for you to go over there and donate. There's ways for you to just purely go over there and check out, you know, ways to be a fundraiser, you know, to help them out and raise some money. So it's very cool um, that the, that they are an organization that's helping a good cause. They give you plenty of avenues to help them out and support them. Um, speaking of which, any of you folks that are um, fantasy football fans, no kid hungry. Um, they're doing pros versus Joe's right now. Uh, so if you just go on and Google pros versus D Joe's, you know, fantasy football, you'll see that over there. There's about 35 fantasy analysts out there that if you make a donation to their organization, you have an opportunity to co-manage a team with them. Um, there's some big time folks on there. I mean, some folks like Stefania Bell, you know, just some OGs that have been around for a long time and they're doing a lot of cool organizations like this. No kid hung hungry is one of them amongst tons of others. So I would tell you guys to go over there and check them out and see what they're up to. If you want to help out and possibly I have a really cool experience, that would be a, a cool, fun way for you to do it. So again, that's nokidhungry.org. Uh, you can get to the link down below and uh, head over there and check them out. So a couple of things I already see uh, going on here in the chat. Jason brought this up. Thoughts on the 11 game suspension. I was going to hit on this, uh, but before we, I guess, talk Colts and everything. I'm going to go straight, straight to this topic because I've got it written down here in uh, complete BS, hundred percent BS. This is bull, hundred percent bull. What they just hit him with was basically just the NFL trying to make this look a little bit better, but this is a bull crap, bull crap suspension. It is nowhere close enough. Yeah, I agree. Gavin, Thanks for join, joining us tonight, man. I appreciate you coming by, but it's not enough. This guy just got paid 200, his contract's $250 million. They hit him with a 2% fine in 11 games. Kelvin Ridley is out all next season because he bet on a parlay. In this predator, he gets to come back and play in week 12. Minus some tax dollars, essentially, to him. I mean, not enough. Not enough. This is bad. This is like, this is a dude to me that shouldn't play football anymore. I, 
it, this is coveted. There's only 32 of these spots. You can find somebody else that deserves to be here than a guy like that. Uh, just my opinion on it. Uh, if if I lose some people because of that, don't care. Dude's a scumbag, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and yeah, j- this this says it all. This is the NFL at its best, right? Coincidence that a suspension ends just in time to play Houston. Yeah, I, I disgustingly enough, I don't think that's probably a coincidence, which sucks. But that's all I'm going to chat about him because I I don't want to waste any more time on him. That's bullshit as far as I'm concerned. But a couple other things. Let's talk about this football team, right? We played the Colts last week. When I was going into the week, uh, basically what I was looking for is I wanted to see our depth in action. Um, I feel like if we're as good of a team as we say we are, then our depth should be able to step up and do well in these situations. Not a good looking game. <laughs> I'm not going not gonna to try to uh, sugarcoat it all. It wasn't great looking. The quarterbacks did not perform well. Now, granted, did we see what we needed to see from this team as far as grit? Absolutely. The depth showed us that they can fight all the way to the end, right? They came back, they pulled it off. It was not great. Um, couple of things that I was very impressed with. I thought the cornerback depth was way better than I was ex- anticipating it to be. Uh, the defensive line, which we're going to touch on today, people better look out. This, this looked good. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw Tim settle throwing around Quentin Nelson repeatedly, not just like once a couple of times. And I don't care if Quentin's out there just like kind of doing whatever, uh, but he looked legit. Right. So I, I'm pumped to talk about the D line. I see Jason Taylor just dropped in o, our O line definitely questionable. Yeah. I mean, obviously none of the first string guys were out there. Uh, a couple of the initial second string guys looked okay, but yeah, I agree. After that, it was rough. Um, they were running for their lives. I see uh, the first five cuts came out. Uh, this speaks a little bit to what I was just mentioning. I was surprised by this, but we dropped two cornerbacks. We dropped offensive linemen. Um, so I think there's some real faith in the in the cornerback room, and we're going to dive into that next week on the show. But, yeah, I was very impressed with the defensive line push um, from the first group. The depth there looks very, very good, uh, and I'm super stoked about them, and we'll dive into it a little bit more. Uh, but as far as, like, the overall of that game, not spectacular. I'm happy we came out with the victory to make it nine, nine consecutive. I mean, that's kind of fun. It doesn't really mean anything, obviously. Right. But I still think it's kind of fun, right. That this team's depth is winning game in and game out. So very cool. A um, couple other things that we saw in that was uh, we, we dropped one of the tight ends. I thought Quentin Morris had a great game. Uh, he looked good from the fullback um, filling in kind of that Gilliam role. Um, it's nice to see that there might be another option there if something were to happen to him. So I thought Quentin Morris had a very nice game. And I think we saw that when they went ahead and they cut the Weidemeyer kid. Um, and that brings me to another little piece that we are officially in. We're going to grab players just to find out what you're doing season. I don't know if everybody saw this or not, but Weidemeyer got picked up by the Pats. Um, I, I don't think that they're looking for depth between behind two of the best tight ends in the league. Um, I view that as they're they're looking to see what we're doing. Uh, I, I mean, at this point, we're pretty close to the fact that the offense has been installed, and I think it's now it's time to start picking up everybody else's pieces. So everybody that leaves this roster, expect the division to start picking them up if there's needs, because that's just what you do. We may do the same. You know, but uh, it was just it was kind of interesting to see uh, just kind of floating around the division again before we dive into thing. Wilson surgery went through. Uh, seems like he'll be back in a decent amount of time here. Um, not that I'm like happy, you know, about that or whatever. But I 
you kind of feel bad for the Jets if they've got to roll out that other kid or whatever. I mean, I'd like to see Wilson at least try to to be productive and beat us. You know, I don't I don't want to just play a crap heap every time we're going there. I mean, wins are wins, but it, it, it'd be nice if we were actually playing against a good football team. But I enjoy it. You know, it's beating the Jets either way. So real quick, uh, before we dive into anything else, I don't know if you guys have noticed that yet uh, down in the uh, description down below, but uh, there's no giveaway this week. But what we are doing this week is there is a pick em contest that you can join. So if you go ahead and just uh, sign up at the link below, it's free to play. Uh, you can come on and you challenge me and uh, everybody else that's watching the show and joining up. Uh, each week we pick five games, one money ball against the spread and see who wins at the end of the season. All the points and everything are tallied for us. You just go in and make your picks super simple. And the winner at the end is going to get themselves a little dirty autographed picture. So uh, pretty cool. It's fun. We did it last year. I don't know if Levi's in the house today or not, uh, but uh, Levi Shelley, who's normally hanging out with us uh, here, he was the winner last year. Um, he did take me down last year. That's, that's tough to admit, but uh, it's a lot of fun. If you guys want to join in and, and join us this year, you know, again, it's free to play. It's just a fun time. So uh, please stop in there and click on that and uh, join us. So let's, let's talk about this defensive line because I think I, I don't, I'm having, I want to see what you guys think, because for me, when I, when I came into this season, I thought it'd be very difficult to outperform a number one defense from last year. I mean, that's just how do you beat one, right? Like you can go back to one, right? You could be at one again, but there were so many new pieces that we kind of moved around. It was like, okay, this is going to be interesting to see if we can truly be a number one defense again this season. But I want to start with the D line because if that D line pushes the way it did and let's put this, that there's none of our guys were really out there, right? These are, these are the depth guys that were out there settled like Jones. A lot of these guys look good. I mean, I am, I'm like beyond stoked to see settle, hopefully settle in. Uh, I know he's got a little calf thing going on right now, but if that's our depth that we can have that kind of production and that push and that level come in behind Oliver and these other guys, like this is dangerous for other teams. And I, I I was a little like, okay, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? We keep drafting. We keep drafting this year Bean clearly went out and he found two very good pieces to put in the middle of this defense. And it looks great so far. I mean, yeah, it's preseason. Hardly anybody's doing anything, but that's kind of also like when nobody's doing anything, your hustle should out hustle the other guy, right? If it's just purely simple plays that everybody's running, like you're hoping your guy beats them out. And like I did at the top, go back and watch this. He was pushing Quentin Nelson around. I mean, there was, there was times where Nelson was flying backwards. I mean, you can see his motor, his energy, this defensive front is going to be really, really, really good. I'm, I think Daniel just threw this in too, and this is where I'm heading with this. I, I'm saying right now that Settle is the best offseason signing. Now, I know Von Miller's killer. It's going to be awesome. But this right here, like from what I'm seeing already, extend him. Right. I, I feel like I would do that right now. He's putting out that kind of effort and showing me that he can be the rotational piece inside this. He's young. He's getting his opportunity. This dude looks legit. And I think he's going to be the biggest pickup of the offseason for us. Now, this is tough because you brought in Von Miller. You brought in Jones on the same defensive line. On the other side of the ball, you brought in Saffold, who I think is going to be a phenomenal player for this team, too. But settle, I think the sky is the limit for what he can do in this rotation. Especially when you got Ed Oliver 
and you're wearing these guys down, you're wearing them down. And then they're like, okay, Oliver's off the field. I'm going to catch a break a little bit. Not that they're necessarily, you know, like I'm going to get a break, but that legit is going to be tough to handle. So just kind of the breakdown of the initial depth chart, right? Uh, The way it's listed, we got Oliver Phillips and Bryant. Then we got Jones settle in uh, Kuno. I think it's how he says it. I'm not sure. I probably butchered his name. I apologize, but so the depth is there. I think the defensive interior is in really good shape. I think those four gentlemen right there between Oliver Phillips, Jones and settle can be a phenomenal interior rotation. And we're going to see, I think Phillips will really come alive back in this, this year and the way that we've seen the ends, you know, looking very hot and heavy early on the speed is there obviously now on the edge, the rotation is a little better on the edge. As far as speed goes, I, I kind of felt like, you know, you, you bring in Von Miller. Sure. We're good there, but there were still question marks behind that. And it's, I'm not questioning it as much, right. And now that I've seen it a little bit and I've seen the speed and the depth, I'm not questioning it as much, but you guys let me know where you're at in the chat. Um, are we good with this, this defensive interior rotation? Uh, is, is there somebody that you think is the odd man out, out of this? Because I I'm looking at those first four names and it's going to be hard to beat them out. Right. I, and, and I get that we rotate people around and we do different things. Right. So the numbers might appear to be a little different or might come up a little bit differently. But th- those four, I'm I'm stoked on this because my biggest concern was that back end. Right. The safeties are dinged up. We don't know what's going on with Trey. We got young, young cornerbacks back there. So this defensive front has to apply pressure this season. They have to. They have to get quarterbacks off the spot. They have to do those things. That's what I was going into this thinking. The cornerbacks ease me a little bit, but you want to solve your back end potential issues? Because I'm I'm not saying we got issues. It's potential issues. The front disrupting the way that they looked like they could there. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do to the Broncos this weekend because, you know, obviously it's it's going to be limited again, but I want to see the front of the the normal guys in the rotation in there because this front they're they're number one again like if i if they come out like that we're gonna be the number one defense again i i I just it feels very doable with that front again in the chat let me know if you disagree or where you guys stand with me let's see what's jason taylor got in here Daniel's in here. Got Jay Phillips back at the end. It's a nice bonus too. Yep. I agree with that one. I think he's a beautiful, a beautiful piece. Uh, and, you know, and he has understanding of the culture here, the team here. Uh, let's see, Jason Taylor. I want to see who the D fourth D is. See, this is where we're heading next. And I, I'm curious to see where you stand on that. Jason, let me know. Um, yeah, it looks like Richard rush wants to know that one too, because that was me uh, next. Well, let's, let's just throw them in the mix right now. So the depth chart, the way it's laid out right now, this is the first depth chart. And we talked about this last week, take it with a grain of salt or whatever. But this one I'm reading a little bit more into because he left and he came back. I think personally that Lawson's going to have trouble making this team. I, I just, uh, when you're, when you're looking at it, I'm hearing Epinenza is just, he's, he's, he's having a good camp. He looked good. He's looking good. He's bulked up a little bit. The speed is there and he's young, right? And they invested draft capital in him. Now we did that with Lawson too, but two years ago, I don't know. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Lawson's like, I've been waiting two weeks for this, right? You know, before the preseason game. And it's ultimately, I'm sure that Bean is happy to have him back. Right. And, and if you can keep him around cheap, that's awesome. And 
with the practice squad the way it is now, you might be able to potentially stash them and just see what happens. Um, but I, I think leaving takes him out of making this team unless he just all of a sudden shows out. But I, I haven't seen anything that's making me believe that he's going he's gonna to be the guy. I think we continue to invest in the youth. Uh, Basham looked great in that game. His speed looked good. Uh, I think he's he's progressing nicely. Rousseau is, I mean, and these guys have Von Miller for the next few seasons, right? I, I think that when you have that around, the youth is what you want. And not, again, not that Lawson's old. And I, and I think there's a way that he could stick around. It's just, if I'm looking at this, and I have to pick one of them that's not sticking around because we got Rousseau and then we got Basham and then we got Mike Love as listed as the left defensive ends. And for the right, we have Miller, Epinenza and Lawson. So if I'm looking at that and you say you want five, I'll say Lawson makes it over Love. I'll, I'll say that if you, if you see five in our future, then I'll, and I'll buy into that. Uh, but again, if you go five there, you're potentially only going four interior um, you know, so one of these other guys that you're five needs to be a rotational type of piece. Um, so you start have to looking at head count and things like that. So let's see, Jessica's in the house. Thanks for hanging out again tonight, Jessica coaches know what Lawson can do worth the money. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cheap money, right? I, what, what is it? I think I pulled up, right? Let me see what he's at right here. It's like one point something million, if I'm not mistaken or whatever. Let me see where he's at here. Because for that kind of money, obviously he's a guy that you want to try to be able to keep around, but that's, that's just, it, it, this roster is really good. Yeah. One, one, 1 million. Yeah. He's, ba- he's basically a million dollars. Right. And, and I think that there's that it, you pay that money to keep him. I'm not saying that we like go away and say he he's not worth the money, but fit wise, even though he's cheap, I, it might be hard for him to make this roster. It's just kind of where I'm at with this defensive line. If I'm looking at all these names and, and then I'm thinking about some potential scenarios where we're going to hit the linebackers next, but you know, like Andre Smith's a big piece to the special teams. He's suspended. So you then have to determine what you're going to do, right? You need a roster spot. That's now going to be able to fill special teams for at least six games. If you decide to keep him around and, or they're the new permanent fill. So does a guy like Shaq even fit the role, right? So there's going to be that piece. Let's see what Jason has to say here. Haven't seen enough out of Epinenza yet. Hoping he brings it this season. That's the only reason why I asked. I think Lawson stays, but may be inactive. Yeah, I mean that's 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 very possible. I would not I would not say that that's not possible, Jason. I agree with you on that. I just think that from what I'm hearing from camp is that Epinenza looks good, and I'm not hearing the same from Shaq. That's just my my piece. And when I went back and watched the film, um, he seemed like he was chasing a bit. Uh, you know, just it. There wasn't a lot that really felt me make me feel like he was going to be a true fit for this team in an app, a need. Right. So that that's kind of where I'm at on it. Let's see. Jessica bills carried 11 on the DI last year. We carry nine this year and carry an extra two DBs Yeah, you never know. It's just going to be what they want to do. Right. Depends on what happens with Trey. If he's not going to be available, we probably are carrying more cornerbacks maybe to, to help with the depth or if a guy's just having a rough game. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I could, I'll be happy either way. I'm like, I'm not going to be disappointed if Shaq Lawson's a depth piece on this roster, but I felt like in that game, he needed a flash in this game coming up this weekend. He needs the flash for me to want to buy back into that. If I'm Brandon Bean fully, that's all. 
Let's cruise over to the linebackers because I, I kind of mentioned Andre Smith a little bit, right? Like we don't, we're not sure what's going to happen with how they're going to handle him. He's, he's clearly very good on special teams and he looks good at times when he's in there at linebacker. Right. So I, for, I think that he's going to stick around, right? Cause obviously no, there's not going to be many teams that maybe want to put him on their roster, right? If he's got a serving a six game suspension. So I think he'll stick around, but again, we have to wait, but the rest of the guys, I mean, they look good, right? I mean, there are guys. Milano's a stud. I think that there's there's some interesting depth that we're gonna have to see play out behind these guys. But I'm sure everybody here saw that they're they're pushing Edmonds to start intercepting balls, and you know they've got them laying out, making catches, and they're working on splash plays. You know that's that's all that young man is missing. If he starts hammering out the splash plays like that. Dude will be signed to big money and he'll be a Buffalo Bill long term. Uh, until that point, I think there's still a window of we'll see. But besides that, the linebackers have always kind of been a concern, the depth piece, right? I mean, AJ Klein was a, a true piece that only fit in a certain puzzle. Um, thankfully, Leslie Frazier's good enough that he figured out that piece, right? And he moved him into the right place. So I think they can do that again. Leslie Frazier's a stud, right? They'll figure it out. But the linebackers, I mean, besides those top two guys, there's there's question marks, right? I think there's always going to be until you see that next guy. That's why you keep drafting, you keep looking, um, and we'll see what who gets cut, you know, because I think there's potential at that position that we might find somebody after this has been cut that they've been looking for. Um, besides that, you're, you're you're not really asking the guys like Medikevich to come in and play linebacker, right? So I, I just, there's, there's some little concern there for me. But again, if the front performs, it's even easier for the linebackers. It's easier for the safeties. It's easier for everybody behind them. Right. So I like it. What do you let you guys let me know where you at on the linebackers? Is there any concern? Uh, you guys happy with our depth? You know, you guys let me know in the chat where you're at on that stuff. I mean, if I, if I had to think about it and like, I, I feel like I could use one more linebacker that I'm a little happier about. Um, just because of the potential of Edmonds not being here after this season and things of that nature, but you can always go out and get guys just the same, right? So uh, Bean has shown me year in and year out that he's very good at picking up free agents. So I'm not super concerned about it, um, but we've seen when Milano goes down, uh, things have to change, um, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's a little curious for me to, to see how that all plays out, but you guys let me know where you're at on it in the chat. Uh, I'd be curious to hear, uh, you know, Jason, Daniel, where you guys are all falling on that, Jessica, and, and you know, let me know. Because right now we got, so we'll go, we'll break it down. So we got Matt Milano, then Andre Smith, right? Then we got Edmonds and we have Terrell Bernard. And then we got Terrell Dotson and Joe Gillis Harris. So Dotson, I like, I, I, I do think that he's, he's ready to move up the chain and his time with us is really, really doing him well. And he's, he's starting to look better. Um, Besides that, though, I mean, there's there, there's some real question marks with that group, I think, besides our top two guys. But again, are we going to be disappointed with anybody that's behind them at this point? Not until we soon do terrible. At least that's the way I'm that's the way I'm approaching it, because Beans proved me wrong plenty of other times with how good he is at this. Right. So let's just go with it. So, again, you guys. Get, hit that link. I want some of you guys, Daniel, Jason, all you guys, make sure I know Richard's in here. Jessica, all you guys get in this pick them. Let's see if you guys can take me down this season. Uh, I want to have a lot of fun with you guys. Yeah, I agree with this here, Daniel. 
Bill Harris is more of a practice squad candidate, right? I agree with that. Jason Taylor doesn't count towards the roster for the, that six games. Might as well keep him around. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely going to have you'll be able to keep him off to the side and keep him around. Um, but that means again, this roster has got to be reconstructed a little bit. Do you keep an extra linebacker for there? Is there maybe a safety that they like better that they feel can fit down into the linebacker role if they have to bring somebody down? If there's a, an emergency type of situation, I just think there's different ways to approach it, right? So you got to look at it. Let's see, Daniel. He says he's liking the depth. Yeah, I mean, I do like the the rookie. I, I think that the rookie's got opportunity. And the other beautiful thing about all of this, which we've hit on a few different times, is this team is really good. So all of these guys are getting an opportunity to play on a really good football team. It's bringing their level up, right? It's the performance that we asked for here is different than some of these other teams. So even if they're not where they need to be right now, they're getting pushed, right? I mean, if you go back and you look at what some of these guys are doing, uh, the cornerbacks, for example, I mean, there's just Dane Jackson looks like he's leading right now. I know we're going to dive into this more next week, but Dane Jackson is looking legit, right? And this is a guy that was just picked, we drafted last year to, to hopefully pan out and it's working that they're just, they're so good at this that we can't, we can't discount being right. But I, I do. And Daniel, he agrees with me. Yeah, I, I think the potential is there. I was very I was very happy when they drafted him, actually. I think that there's he fits maybe a little more of kind of the Milano style of play more than Edmonds, I would say, um, just because of where he comes from. But uh, the conference that he played in was a little more pass happy. Right. So, uh, you know, but I, I still think that that can be this is what the NFL is now. Right. So he, he fits into the system. He fits into what's around him. And when you have all pro players behind you, you've got Von Miller in front of you now. I mean, this is this is beautiful opportunity. Let's see. Being going to earn his money on August 30th. Yeah, this is a hundred percent true. Jason Bean is, this is going to be tough. And, and this is fun, right? I I'm smiling for those of you that are going to be just listening to this on the podcast. I'm smiling about this because when is the last time that like, we were really, we really, really were like, it's tough to make this team. I mean, last year. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's been gradually, it's been getting harder and harder to make this team. But now we're like, when you're the Super Bowl favorite, it's it's not easy to get on this roster, especially because typically with a lot of Super Bowl favorites in teams like that, you've got a lot of money spent on high quality players. So there's not a lot of room and it, it's just tough to be part of it. Let's see. Jessica, I think I figured out Poirier. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean by that, Jessica? Let me let me know some more on that. I didn't do my Poyer watch. Oh, what the heck? I've been doing Poyer watch for like two months. I'm I'm glad you threw his name in there. Actually, yeah, just no deal. End of Poyer watch. Still no deal. Still no deal. Let's see. Dotson's a solid depth linebacker. Next year, become a starter. Yeah, Daniel. This is this. I mean, he's been around for a couple of years now, right? And he also may be in a position where we never may, we never want him to be the starter and or need him to be the starter. I mean, obviously, I think most of us would be okay if Milano sticks around long term and then Edmonds sticks around long term. I'm, I, I know I give him a hard time a lot of the time just because he's missing that splash play piece, I think is the only thing that hasn't sent him over the edge to be really, really good. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I got to agree with you that <laughs> you, you just never know. But let's see, Jason. Last year it was easier to figure out the 53 than issue. Yeah, I agree with that. There's a lot of pieces too that like we haven't really seen. Like, what's gonna happen with Kumaro? I mean, I know I did wide receivers already, uh, but like is is Kumaro maybe out? 
I mean, Isaiah Hodgins looks good. Uh, I mean, the wide Shakir looked good. I mean, like this is there's there's some of the guys that I think we've been keeping around as those culture pieces and having the veteran pieces that know the game, know how to be a professional, you know, know how to do all that stuff. It's just getting harder and harder for me to see those guys kind of making these rosters as we move forward, especially if Bean keeps drafting the way that he does. I mean, it's just he's so good at it, right? Like we keep bringing in high quality players each and every week, right? So I, I just, I, I, I each and every week, each and every year. Sorry, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm with all you guys. I agree with you a lot on what's being said in the chat. Uh, you know, that's going to do it for this week's show. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, Jessica, Daniel, Jason, Richard. You guys are becoming the regs in here, and I, I appreciate you guys being here and hanging out with me every week. Um, going to be a lot of fun we're going to be hanging out for kickoff as we move forward throughout the season Uh, you know watch a few minutes of every game probably together you know as the season's moving along and uh, you know each and every week we'll be uh, just kind of highlighting what's getting ready to happen who we're playing uh, all that kind of stuff you know we'll be chatting some bets and a little bit of fantasy daily fantasy stuff gonna have a lot of fun let's see uh before we get out of here jessica hit me up by my guess Poirier will be cut to get a player on the roster. Then I are Poirier will need to sign a new deal by the next day. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what they try to pull off with him. Yep. I agree with this one, Daniel. Uh, Dabble will be picking up several cut bills, players, especially wide receivers and O line. The giants are full of holes. Yeah. I, I anticipate that they will grab a lot of players. Um, we've already seen it right there. They're, they took guys during the off season. They're still taking guys. I, I agree with you hundred percent on that, Daniel very cool well thanks everybody for hanging out that's going to do it for this week make sure you guys do uh, go over there and head over to nokidhungry.org and check them out if you never heard them before or if you can um, there's just a lot of cool different things happening over there uh, you know and I think they're a really cool organization and uh, they're doing a lot of good stuff out there so I uh, really think that they're a cool organization to back if you can also obviously all the stuff with the pump foundations going on um, you know so if you're looking uh, for something to do or something to donate to obviously uh that's a timely thing right now and uh, again like to shout out you know the dawson knox family our prayers are with them you know uh this is a terrible situation so uh you know hope hope for the best uh moving forward for them and they uh can get through this i know they're going to have uh, bill's mafia support you know through and through all the way uh want to shout out a couple other things make sure uh, we're three weeks out right so on uh, the weekend of the monday night home opener we're going to be doing the potathon over there at resurgence brewery uh word is joe miller will be there he's the one putting it on he'll be there uh joe miller will be there spence will be there i'm gonna be out there a bunch of the buffalo rumbling guys will be out there so make sure you guys come out and hang out with us on that saturday if you can uh doing giveaways gonna be having a lot of fun uh it should be a really good time and i'd love to meet you guys in person you know if, uh, if you're gonna be around so uh please stop by and check that out again make sure you guys are signing up for that contest down below so i can whoop on all of you this season and or you can whoop on me and uh, get yourself a a sweet little autograph a little dirty picture all right All right, everybody, thanks again for stopping by and go Bills. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out.